Oh yeah. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Is this thing on? Yes. 100% on. What's are you, happening? Are you on? I'm trying real hard to be on. This is the five count. Hey, welcome to the five count. Hey. Hey. How are you? Hey. How are you doing? Just how, doing so great. How are it's things? great to be here. It's happy to see your face. Things are mediocre. How's your mom? Thank you so much. She's so great. You don't have to tell me. ha. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I said she's so great, because you're taking such good care of her. I love your socks, by the way. Yeah, it's gotta, a, it's a springtime. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it went right in from winter into summer. I had to get in that visual reference right away. For those of you listening, Dusty has Andre the Giant socks on. It's a beautiful day, so it afforded me the opportunity to dress like a stupid idiot. What? what? I feel like I'm in my element. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What stupid idiot about the stuff you have on? You got slippers, Andre the Giant socks, uh-huh. shorts with a giant hole in them where you can see my underpants. Okay. And a pink shirt. I thought that was on purpose, though. It was. That's what I said. I like to dress like me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it works for you, man. It's looking, You're looking great. Suits my personality. Mm-hmm. Has a stupid idiot. <laughs> Who says this to you? Oh, lots of people. Nobody says that to you. People down at the bus stop, at church. Hey, stupid idiot. Nobody says that to you. What church are they saying this to you? I was sitting in the waiting room at the dentist the other day. Yeah. I could have swore I heard the uh, nurse muttering something. Muttering. Yeah, that guy over there. Stupid idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I knew she was talking about me. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. This sounds a little bit... uh, self-inflicted if i might say so you think my idiotic stupidness is causing some of these remarks from no i'm saying i think you are doing it to yourself somehow manifesting people calling you a stupid nobody's saying that i've never met a single person that has ever even put any of those words together in the same sentence as you i bet you there's a person right now who just turned this show on. They're probably driving around town somewhere, and they're saying that exact thing right now. Really? Listen to this stupid idiot. They heard you for 13 seconds, and they think you're 
That's all it takes. <laughs> wow. No way. But I won't let that keep me from making great radio. Yeah, don't do that. Listen, out there, whoever's calling Dusty a stupid idiot, I'll, I won't have it, pal. He's a very intelligent, handsome young man. Wow. And that's it. Well, let's not go overboard. Let's go, let's, let's go all the way overboard. Ton, I feel like we went overboard with the amount of stellar content in tonight's program. Really? It's a big show. Wow. Real big. Like sweeps week. Sweeps big. week. Wow. I know. All right, well, lay it on me. We've Go got Jack. an exclusive interview tonight with Kevin Eastman, creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude. Have you heard of the Ninja Turtles? Yes. This guy created them. No way. Kevin Eastman. No way, does. It's a thing. It sounds like a major, huge thing. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Dude, so what? This guy, what do you mean that he created them? Like, he cre- what? What? Like, what portion? All of it? Like, like the he- genesis of the turtles is this guy? Yeah. Well, he's a co-creator, him and another guy. Wow. Uh, what like he did was... He came up with the idea. He came up with the idea. Uh-huh drew it on a piece of paper oh dude and then came up with the stuff they said yeah and that's how he created the ninja turtles wow so wow. kevin eastman on the program tonight i remember that i feel like i remember watching a whole thing about this it's big doing those early drawings it is big doings because honestly dude turtles are still a thing right he's still making comics yeah the turtles are still going strong 40 years later. This is crazy. That's awesome. Did you know the Ninja Turtles were 40 years old? No. That's crazy. to think about. It is a lot to think about. I was just watching uh, a really interesting video on YouTube of uh, Adam Savage's tested program, and he went to the Henson uh, shop and got to see some of the animatronics and the way you know things were controlled and the guy there referenced he referenced the original turtles films and the the foam latex suits and uh it showed um one of the hand puppet controls which is like a remote control for the head they were they were demonstrating the head on junior gorg of the fraggles and they had a person inside of uh, that that outfit and they allowed him to even manipulate the controls and i remember very vividly from my behind the shells documentary vhs them mm-hmm. showing that it's like a very similar setup that they're still using for that face controls it was really cool but more in depth and it's wireless now which is crazy well there were three ninja turtle films originally well, here's some cuts from those soundtracks. Man, this is very exciting. And some other Turtles-related albums that were released. They had a Christmas album. They came out of their shells for a world tour. Yeah. The entire show will be Turtles-centric tonight. This is awesome. Speaking of the films, Ton, did you know that we had three of the four Turtles on this program? Yes. We had Donatello, Corey Feldman. Yes. Uh, Raphael, Josh Pice. Yeah. And also Michelangelo, Robbie Wrist. Yeah, dude. Who you really uh, rubbed the wrong way. So we didn't even get any Turtles questions yeah. because he got mad and we hung up. Yeah, that was a weird one, but Maybe we fine. should try that one again. Try it again. Revisit. 
Now that you're more mature. Yeah. We can do it. That YouTube video of that interview is mostly guys saying, Robbie, you're the man. Those interviewers were idiots. <laughs> Stupid idiots. I hope they die. <laughs> I hope they die. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, who says that kind of thing? A lot of people. Wow. Hope they die. Why does it go that extreme? I don't really care for this thing. I hope you die. <laughs> all right. I probably will. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all dying, right? Slowly. On air and off. Yeah. It's all right. Has anybody uh, wrote into the five count hotline this week? Or uh, we do have a message somebody sent to the five count hotline. We've also got uh, five count mailbag questions, and Ton's got a shirt on with some lemons. Or are those tennis balls that got run over by the mower? I think they're lemons or limes. I don't know. What am I looking at here? What I'm saying is, if you'd like to send us in a question or leave us a voicemail of some sort, you can do it at the Five Count Hotline, 507-519-2030. I wish people could see you, Ton, right now. He looks like a buff Captain Lou. <laughs> Lemons, dude. I don't know. The lady that checked the shirt out at the store was really into it. She's like, this is cute. I love this. Lemons. Checked you out or the shirt i mean i think it was about the shirt i don't know yeah probably not (laughs) this is great i'm excited for this program well let's get started shall we let's do it let's hear some uh how about uh some pizza power yeah you seem to be a kind of a guy who might be into something like that i would love that Tadpoles and hardly ends your mind That's so 
I wanna do. No time to sit and wait. We do what we do and what we do can't wait. I don't break, I dip, I dive, I duck, you're stuck. We do what we do, and what we do is too much.
is Josh Tice, Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to The Five Count. Oh 
pay the bills, make you wanna chill, cause it's like vaudeville, the Ninja Turtles, hitting like no others, not Groucho, but funny like the Marx Brothers, Michelangelo and Leonardo, grand like Uber and living large, yo, Raphael can kick it well, hardest show, don't forget Donatello, oh, you know you can't deny them, the funky teenagers like Frankie Lyman, there's no question, who's the Mac, the Ninja Turtles, cause they kick it like that. everyone, this is Renee Jacobs, a.k.a. the original April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm here with the five count. Hope you listen. crazy how much pizza is somehow tied into the turtles though for real have you ever thought about that well i have thought about how we're friends and we're brothers yeah in pizza okay and public radio i mean i think about the turtles still a lot while i'm eating pizza and sometimes if i think about the turtles it makes me want to eat more pizza do you feel like we should have had a pizza for tonight yeah kind of 
Problem is, Ton, you're not allowed to eat good stuff. That's fine. So it kind of might have been a bummer. Might have backfired on you. Yeah. Well, I have to get my own pizza. That's the problem. But it's okay because there's good ones out there now. No, nobody wants one of those cauliflower jobbers. Oh, I love that one. The I'm Aldi. sure you've convinced yourself you do because you have no choice. <laughs> the Aldi cauliflower crust one, I love it. It's so good and mm. cheap. Wow. I'll eat it. I'll eat that. Well, what choice do you have? <laughs> I don't have any other. Well, the, it's the either choice, that or a bowl full of toppings. The choice is that or the Hy-Vee gluten-free one, right? Take and bake deal. And that one is terrible compared oh. to the Aldi cauliflower one. Before, I thought that one was good enough. Now, nah. Not even interested. Not now, even. If you had a real pizza, then you would think that about the cauliflower one. I mean, it's possible. I do miss being able to, like, I would so much love to go to New York and have, like, a giant slice, you know, just like the turtles would do. Just order one of them bad boys, a huge... Or the fat boys. Fold-up slice. Yes. Um, And then I'd also like to go to Chicago and have some of that deep dish business once again. Tried that once. It was great. But I can't do any of those things anymore. It's just kind of a bummer. It's bumming me out. Yeah. I feel bad. You don't have to be bummed. You could order a pizza, and I could get a pizza, and we could have pizza together and watch. That's what we should do for an at-the-movies sometime. Have pizza and... You know, do you remember the good old days when we were friends with Gary's Pizza and they'd just bring me delicious pizza with jalapenos on it and all kinds of sweet stuff and we could eat pizza and watch movies and not have a care in the world? You mean the five-count pizza special from Gary's Pizza yeah. and Kato? Yes, we used to have that thing and it was so awesome. You should try to call them right now. It might still be a thing. I don't know. I don't know either. Stopped returning our calls, but... yeah. <clears throat> it's fine you know all relationships come to an end at some well point. in a post-covid world we're not allowed to uh, be on the air during bar close like we used to be yeah. so we lost some of our pizza community standing yeah bummer we do have kevin eastman creator of the ninja turtles on which so, I is mean, that's some street cred i think i think it is i think you're right I love it. I love this idea. The guy seems awesome. I can't wait. Well, you'll have to wait, Ton, because we've got some questions that were sent to the five-count mailbag. All right. Here's a question from John in New Ulm. Nice guy. Uh, let me see. He wants Ton to use the movie card he sent you and then put in extra good words about him during a few five counts. <laughs> so you thought it was just a gift it was actually a a catch yeah a catch to it no that's fine i don't have a problem saying good things about john and Noam. i was actually saying john this is how nicely i talk about you i don't even need to do it on air john i talk to people outside of this program about you i was explaining to some people over this last easter weekend but how such a nice guy this man named john over in new Ulm is and how he sent us a gift card so that dusty and i could go to a movie together what a nice lovely thing a person could do for another person that's such a great thing. He says, don't worry about it. You don't have to come and see me. Just go and have yourselves a lovely time and be best buds. That's a great thing. What a nice guy. It really is. It's kind of ridiculous. So it's no problem, John. We haven't used that gift card yet, but uh, I hope we can do it soon. He says, this summer will be fan 14 years. 14 years. Have a good day. It's pretty great. 
P.S. What kind of shoes do frogs wear? Mm. Open toed. <laughs> That's from John in New Ulm. Open toed, John. Wow. That was great. Thank Get you it? so much. Yeah. Toads are kind of like frogs. Yeah. Except they wear flip flops. I hope you have a great day too, John. Thank you so much. Hey, here's a question. Sent to the five count mailbag from Billy Floyd Shouts. Great guy. He says, first off, cheers to me and my 10 years of listenership and participation with the program. Wow, yeah. It is an award-worthy achievement, for sure. And a lot of long-time sufferers, I mean listeners. Yeah. Secondly, since we are all putting the screw job at SoFi Stadium in the rear view, looks like Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar is on deck next. Your wow. thoughts. Wow. Signed, William Shouts. No way. MD. No way. That's a crazy match right there. That's crazy. Is that? A, is he know for sure that's actually happening? Pretty sure it's happening. I have to say, sadly, for you, Floyd Shouts, and for Ton, going to have to root for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. The only wrestler that I'm remotely interested in anymore. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's the tough part, because that's, that's my go-to also, is just rooting for Brock. But then now it kind of makes me want to root for Cody, you know? Like, the torch has to be passed. I don't know, man. That's crazy. So what? I'm I'm really sorry, Floyd Chouts. I did not watch any of the WrestleMania or anything. Am I to believe that he did not win? Is that what happened? He lost. He lost. Against who again? Roman Reigns? Yes. That's so lame. Why did he lose? Um, I don't know. I actually don't work for them or with them. Okay. I'm just a guy. So, but I mean, why? Why wouldn't they pass him the belt? Why wouldn't they? It seems like the perfect time. Even if you just give him the belt for like a short run. Maybe he'll get it later. Just let it play out, Tom. You get so angry so quickly. I mean, so what's even... <sighs> See, look at you're flustered. I'm flustered. So then what's the point of going against Brock? I also, I still just have a hard time, like, understanding how I'm supposed to believe, like, legitimately that Roman Reigns is somehow tougher than Brock Lesnar. I just can't do that. It'd be like someone comparing you and me. Like, what? Duh. (laughs) It's like someone, it's like if you had... If you had Tyson, it's like if you had Mike Tyson in the ring and then a regular person to me. And then I was supposed to believe that the regular person was the heavyweight champ of the world. And there was no possible way that Mike Tyson could be. It doesn't make any sense. That's the way I feel. That's how ridiculous I feel that it is. But of course, I haven't been watching. And so I'm not an extreme Roman Reigns fan, which I know everyone else is. So to me, it's still like... The, the Roman Reigns that I remember watching, I remember being not good at all. Like, in super boring to watch. 
and having goofy moves that aren't really believable to be devastating at all. Like this whole cocking your fist and punching a mat and whatever. Like this is not... These things are not things that strike fear into the hearts of men. Superman punch. No, it's really cool to like a six-year-old, but a real legit man is going to laugh a little bit when they see (laughs) that. I think professional wrestling is meant more for six-year-olds than real legit grown men. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's maybe part of the problem. So I'm saying like Brock Lesnar just seems more scary. Like, I'm not saying that I could take either of these dudes. But what I'm saying is if I was in the same room with both of the guys, if Roman Reigns was coming at me, I feel like I would like laugh a little bit. And if Brock was coming at me, I would just be peeing myself. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Well, those are your thoughts. They are just my thoughts. Sorry, I was looking at a picture of Kid Rock. Okay. Ton, this is a rough week for you here. Kid Rock, the Dalai Lama. All your all your pillars coming crashing down. I didn't know anything about it. I don't know. They do weird things and people are turned off by it. Okay. Would that be a lesson to you? Just that's, a heads up. It seems like that's happening every day. That's my that's my spot just there. I just said bad things about Roman Reigns, and it's going to come crashing down on me. And it'll hurt inside. Yeah, I'll be canceled somehow. These are all can't just, let that slide, just my opinions. Uh, it's rough. It's a rough thing. Maybe I need to watch it more, and then maybe Roman would, would capture my heart somehow. I don't know. Because obviously, he's be- I, I realize that he's been become super big time now. Right, he's like very, very popular. So that's he must have just gotten better, and I did, I wasn't around to witness it. Right, you miss everything because you even like him more now, right? I love him. I've always loved him. Oh, you you always yeah. That seems like a stretch. How did I, how was that happening? I always make sure to stretch before I watch wrestling. Okay. Because I get into it, you know. Uh-huh. Kind of yeah. like when your mom used to play Nintendo and yeah. she'd jump with the controller. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like on Rocky when he's watching the fight and he's watching Tommy Gunn and he starts, he's got to hit the bag while Tommy's in the ring. It's just, I can't, I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yeah. Dusty's body slamming his Macho Man pillow and yeah. Macho Head, King. Headlocks. Macho King pillow. Speaking of Kings, Ton, yeah. uh, we've got an exclusive interview with Kevin Eastman. I love it. He created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's really awesome. Like the comic books? Yeah. And then they turned into a TV show. And then they turned into some movies. They had some toys. A lot of things. He was awesome. behind all that stuff. Awesome. Crazy awesome. We could talk to him. Yeah, let's do it. I already talked to him, but you can hear when I talked to him. <laughs> I can't wait. It's uh, Kevin Eastman, Ninja Turtles creator on the five count. We're on the phone today with Kevin Eastman. He is the co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kevin, how are you doing today? Hey, Justin. Great to be here talking with you. This is great. Happy Saturday. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. It's an honor. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, Kevin, I know it's been almost 40 years 
since the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created. And uh, these days, you're back kind of where it all started, working on the new Turtles comics. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new books you've been working on? Sure. You know, what's fun is, um, you know, over the years, even though it's been 40 years, and there's been, you know, the intensity of what Pete and I did in the early days working on um, all things Turtles for probably the first 20 to 25 years through comics and cartoons and, and the movies and all those things. And then there's been peaks and valleys where we sort of worked on them a little bit more, worked on them a little bit less. And then um, in 2011, um, the Turtles had been sent, sold to Viacom. Pete retired and then I started working with a company called IDW Publishing in San Diego who were launching a new Turtle series. Um, and just was a perfect timing. I could not wait to get back into um, working with, uh, especially some of the younger people on the new series. Um, and uh, we hoped it might go for, you know, <laughs> 8, 10, 12 issues. Uh, 100 issues later, <laughs> we were still having an absolute blast doing Turtle stories, which led into... Um, uh, a retelling of a story that Pete and I wrote in 87 called The Last Ronin, um, which was received beyond our, even our most highest expectations. Uh, um, and uh, that's led into a new series called Last Ronin Lost Years, which is a, a sequel to the series, which uh, uh, has just been an absolute blast, not only to, to do it, but reconnect with um, uh, a lot of the original fans of the Mirage comic books, but also some of the, the new fans that have discovered the turtle sense that it's been a, a real joy. Yeah, that is amazing. After all this time, the turtles are still as popular as ever. And, you know, there were peaks and valleys, I guess, but the turtles, I mean, they've always kind of been here in one form or another, it seems. It's really quite humbling. And, and I mean that sincerely in that, um, because you never know. I mean, there's, there's, there's things that, you know, probably you and I liked as a, as a, a young person that, you know, fads and things that came and went and faded away and never to return. And some of them have, but the fact that, you know, characters like, you know, we grew up on and or I grew up on certainly things like, you know, Batman and, you know, a lot of the Marvel Universe and Captain America and things that I love that are still here and still resonating with audiences. And the fact that the Turtles is, um, you know, even remotely considered to be in that camp, if you will, where it's 40 years later and we're still connecting with fans and still telling stories that um, bring new audiences in is is uh you know you know holy smokes it's it's quite uh, you know i guess i use the word a lot but i say humbling it's really quite a what a wonderful thing because i am living the childhood dream um i grew up wanting to follow in the footsteps of jack kirby and write and draw and tell my own comic stories um same as peter and the fact that here i am <laughs> 40 years later still drawing comics and especially turtles um is just the greatest gift yeah, it's uh, it basically went from black and white comics to you know global phenomenon, and you know five years or less there. I mean, how involved were you and Peter with the cartoons and the toys and, and all the licensing? I mean, did you guys have a say in, in all that? Because that was um, that's a lot for uh, for two guys to handle. No, and that was uh, we did we had complete say in everything because we, you know, I mentioned Jack Kirby a lot, and there were a number of other. Um, um, just giants that we stand on the shoulders of back in our industry in the day that um, when you worked for a larger company, uh, most in most cases, um, that company owned all rights. It was work for hire. So, um, you know, things like Thor and Captain America and, you know, X, so many things that Jack Kirby had a, a major hand, either created or co-created. Um, he never had any control or say, or even profited from those, those, those characters. So when Peter and I 
were lucky enough to self-publish the turtles and we had control and full ownership of our characters that we were um, very, very guarded of the rights. So we um, said from early on any discussions that we would have full approval, full say, full involvement um, over every toy cartoon. You know, there was, you know, from 1986 to, <laughs> you know, the first 20 years, the world didn't see anything with a turtle on it unless Peter and I had some direct say or approval or uh, were involved in the process. And that was important to us to um, not only represent the legacy of the gift that we were given to, you know, have that kind of control over our characters, but to respect the, the elders who paved the way for us to be able to do that. So, yeah, we were involved in everything. 300 cartoon shows, three live action movies, all the toys, um, you know, you name it, we, we had a part in it. That's awesome. There definitely was a lot of uh, Turtles merchandise. And I wanted to ask you about uh, your thoughts on uh, some of the music that came out of the uh, Turtles universe, you know, the coming out of our shells, you know, the, the Christmas album and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a certain charm that that stuff had that maybe can't exist nowadays. No, I could not agree more. Um, and I feel like, you know, it really started with and kicked off with the, that very first Turtle movie. Um, and, uh, you know, we had, um, guys like, you know, MC Hammer before he was MC Hammer. I think it was right around the time that he was breaking. He did an original song. Um, there's another, uh, awesome band called Partners in Crime. We did a great, uh, turtle, um, theme song for that movie. Kid Yake, um, man, it's just a list of, um, you know, um, people that provided music as well as John Dupree, who did the original score, uh, for all three of the original turtle movies. It was great, and that led to uh, things like the Turtles uh, 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 musical tour, um, stage tour, um, um, which was which was pretty fantastic. In that, you know, we again were involved in it. We, you know, they 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 came up, um, the producers came up and played us the music, showed us the song that they wanted to do, and um, you know, we approved the the whole thing. And it was much like you know um, Disney on Ice or you know, Barney live or other young children's event, um, stage shows that it was a traveling tour that, uh, um, was on turtles. And so we, we thought it was, um, was a lot of fun. The music was written specifically with a, you know, it wasn't just throwaway songs. It was written as part of the musical score, um, as part of the, you know, like you would a, a stage play. Um, but yeah, we, we loved all that stuff. It was really to see crossover to so many of those areas that we never, even in our wildest dreams could have and never would have imagined a turtles live <laughs> stage show ever. And, uh, the fact that it happened and it was, uh, it was quite good. We're, we're very, we're very lucky and very proud. And Kevin, I know you have a lot of uh, comic conventions coming up this year and that's gotta be great yeah. for you to see the impact that you've had on, you know, not just the fans, but all the other comic book creators who are on the scene now, you're kind of like uh, Jack Kirby to a, to a lot of the people out there now, I imagine. I'm, I'm definitely the, uh, the old man on tour, um, but I love it in that, um, you know, the early days of uh, um, the Turtles, Pete and I would do a lot of these events as part of our promotional stuff, which is getting the word out there and, you know, supporting a new comic or a new movie or things like that. Um, but then these days we've, you know, I took a, a time off, especially when our son was very young, um, but about eight years ago, um, we went back on tour, um, and it was just a, a great opportunity to um, visit and rekindle relationships with so many of the original fans, uh, thank them in person, because, you know, 
new turtle comics were selling and new turtle toys were selling and there was new cartoons on the air and it was uh you know it brought back a lot of the original fans plus in some cases and in a lot of cases their children so it's just wonderful to um thank them in person but also um i get such incredible energy from hearing you know those stories of you know hey i wore the turtles halloween costume for three years in a row <laughs> in a row right <laughs> i still have my my you know dog-eared you know chewed up turtle toy i had when i was six and could you sign it and stuff like that it really is uh it's just quite a, a heartwarming experience i really enjoy that that um that and like i said get to thank him in person for giving me such a great life excellent kevin again thank you so much for your time uh you've had a, a major impact on my life as uh, you have many others and it's been an honor speaking with you today thank you so much appreciate you dustin you have a good rest of your weekend and uh um, let's talk again one time all right i hope so thank you so much cheers and again that was the one and only kevin eastman the creator of the teenage mutant ninja turtles visit his website fan.kevineastmanstudios.com to find out what he's up to nowadays, the uh, brand new Ninja Turtles comics coming up, and he's also at a lot of conventions this year as well. And detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious So give me a quarter I was a witness Get me a reporter Call April O'Neil And on this case And you better hurry up There's no time to wait We need help like quick On the double Have pity on the city Man is in trouble We need heroes Like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto When there was danger They didn't say We'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed Triple power the bad guys and saw what happened but before she knew it she fell in the trap and got caught yeah she was all alone with no friends and no phone now this was beyond her worst dreams because she was cornered by some wayward teens headed by shredder they were anything but good misguided on love they call them the foot they could terrorize and be angry youth and they love the people who needed proof then from out of the dark came an awesome sight shout a cowabunga as they hit the ground from the field of weeds Heroes rescue the flower Cause they possess about got the enemy whistle 
that they stayed at home Instead of fighting these ninja masters with moves like lightning They were once normal, but now the mutants Swift is the teacher, so they are the students Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello Make up the team with one other fellow Raphael He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear group. Pizza's the food that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. Back to the story, it's not hard to find. Ninjas not just of the body, but of the mind. Those were the words that the master instructed. But a letter from Shredder had splinter abducted. That was the last straw, spring into action. Step on the foot, now they're gonna lose traction. Now this is for real, so you fight for justice. Your shell is hard, so you shot, they can't dust us all. Like some old coffee table Since you've been born You've been willing and able To defeat the snake Protect the weak Fight for rights And your freedom to speak Now the villain is chilling So you make a stand Back to the wall Put your sword in your hand Remember the words Of your teacher Your master Evil moves fast But good moves faster Than light Shining for your illumination Good versus evil Equals confrontation So when you're in trouble Don't give in and go sour Try to rely on your Triple power I'm speaking from the Technodrome. This is for <laughs> Wait for the five count with Justin and Tom. Two total idiots.
And you're listening to the five count, and don't forget to be angelic to the core while you do it. Mic check, one, two, 
<laughs> wow. Welcome back. <laughs> Not even sure what just happened there. Ton just said he was dumb hard, <laughs> stupid hard in certain areas. <laughs> I said the game. I said the Turtles NES game was oh, dumb so hard. I didn't mean to take that out of context. Stupid hard in certain areas. I misunderstood. Ah. Well, anyway, welcome back to the show. T-U-R-T-L-E power, Tom. That was our exclusive interview with Kevin Eastman. That was great. He's on the comic convention circuit this year. Okay. Still making comics, Ninja Turtles comics, still happening 40 years later. Have you seen the newest turtle film? I do not believe I did. So. Do you think I should? I went to a birthday party once where we went to the theater in LeSueur and watched Turtles 3. And everybody was disappointed. Just why? Because of the samurai situation? or just what? wasn't as good as you were hoping. Yeah. yeah. No Shredder. Yeah. No Casey Jones. No Ya Kid K on the soundtrack. Yeah. No, I, I totally hear you on that. It was, it was a departure. And so let me ask you this question. How do you think that they get there? How do you, how do you think they get to that juncture where they're like, we've had two back-to-back hits and in fact the second one might be like more popular than the first we are on turtle fire right now what do we do for the third one and somebody's like back in time to samurai age and they're like yes you know what i mean instead of more vanilla ice and super shredder it's back in time to samurai age instead of being in the sewers yeah. Fighting Shredder and Bebop or Rocksteady. Yeah. We could go back in time and go horseback riding. Yeah. Like yeah. Who was, even who, on paper, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. If they would have introduced Bebop and Rocksteady somehow back then, I think people would have went nuts over it. They did have ZZ Top on the soundtrack. Yeah. So it wasn't a total loss. So what I was going to tell you is I I don't know I don't I would really have to look it up what is the latest turtle film Can you look that up over there What is the late What is the newest turtle film that happened Cuz there's one I have in mind but I just don't know if it's the actual latest Is it the Christmas special No there's one what is the one I'm looking up the one that I'm thinking about which happened in 2016 is that the newest one There's one that was in 2014 So the 20 2014 there was one Oh wait there's one from 2016 Out of the Shadows Yeah what's the 2014 one That one's just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Okay. I'll have to look into that. But so produced by Michael Bay. What else? Oh, wait, I saw that one. That one stinks. It's like the Transformers movie, but with Ninja Turtles. Yeah. They're all like super jacked and buff. Yeah. And they, not teenager looking at all. They look totally different and they're very CGI. And they're like all 300 pounds. Yeah, but I can't remember which one it was. If it was the 2014 one or the 2016 one. Um, 
You should just stick to the 1991. Yeah, that's the one I typically stick to. But what I was going to say is this one I did find sort of interesting because they somehow incorporated like the toys that you never really saw anywhere else. Like the toy van was in there. And then also Krang was in there. Do you remember that? I remember Krang. We had Krang on the program. Yeah, but I only remembered Krang from the cartoon or comics. So then to see Krang in what we're saying is live action, even though it was very obviously a bunch of CGI, I thought was pretty cool. But I had to to take it with like like five pounds of salt. You know what I'm saying? Because it is kind of weird. It's weird that they look different. It's pretty salty. Yeah. It's weird that they look different and they're absolutely humongous and they don't look or seem teenager-y. You're not really all. selling me on this, Ton. I mean, just look up the crane parts. Nah, yeah. I'd rather go back in time if you don't mind. Okay, well, let's do it. Back when I know that things were super stellar. At least here on the five count. Like how long ago? Ah, about 10 years, give or take. April 13th, 2013 to be exact. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Ton, it was a clock tower saving installment of the show. Oh, dude, yes. We explained the benefits of owning a stretch DeLorean. Yeah, dude. Says here, we discussed Ton's depressing childhood as an assassin for hire. Man, that was rough. And we engaged in a knockdown, drag out, rock and roll party in the streets. <laughs> yeah, dude. There were no survivors. Sounds like an awesome show. Well, uh, we did have a rock and roll party in the street, and we played NWA and Archie Bell and the Drells. That's a hell of a lineup. It really is. It really is. Why was it a clock tower saving installment? They didn't go back and to the year 2013. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's really interesting. I thought for sure there's going to be some reference to that as well. Well, we did crazy. talk about your stretch DeLorean. Yeah. I guess that was why. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go back and listen to it. Interesting. Might be on the fivecount.com. I think that still goes back 10 years, roughly. Ah, who knows? You don't care. Sounds like an awesome show. You're not going to listen to it. You're hardly even listening to this show. Let's be honest. I'll try, maybe. Check it out. Tunnel try his best. Hey, did you see that there's a new uh, documentary coming out on Michael J. Fox? No, he wasn't Back to the Future. On Apple TV? Yeah, dude. Very topical. I think that looks uh, that looks pretty good. I think I'd watch that. Should we get him on the show? Yes, 100% yes, dude. All right, I'll try. Love that idea. Could we get Jerry Severson on the show? I don't know. That's a guy who called the five-count hotline. He, he just did? called it right up. Did he? Yeah. You got a message from him? Yeah. You could leave us a message, too, if you want. You could leave it right at the five-count hotline, 507-519-2030. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is Jerry Fever uh, Stoke. I'm in Otana right now, and I just KMSU came on the radio. I'm like, Stoke, is there a better station? I do not think so. 
but last week, Lori Dawn with the CD. I mean, come on. I've been waiting. Is it, can this inspire Ton to finish his musical CD that he's been working on for like 20 years? I mean, come on. Some of us can't wait forever for Ton to stop here. Come on. We are waiting. The Ton needs to get back his art life. We need it. I need it. The whole world needs it. Come on. <laughs> oh. Wow. Jerry Seaver Stoke. Dude. Jerry, maybe that's what I needed. Thank you so much. Maybe I needed to hear that. Wow. Look, looking for Ton's new EP to drop before yeah. Christmas. Dude. Um, yeah. I yes. I'm gonna just let that soak in, Jerry. Thank you so much. I've been actually thinking about getting back at it. Even even just today. Even the last couple days. Um yeah, I'm feeling inspired in some different musical ways. That's crazy. Jerry, you know, I'm going to try. I'm going to try for you. You did it, buddy. I'm going to try for you. You, you cracked friend. that code. Maybe. 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 Ton's already starting to... He's I'm just, backing out. I know, I'm that not backing short-lived. out. short-lived. I'm trying not to... Um, I don't... Oh, I don't want to... Nope, got to put it out there into the world. Too much to... Give us a deadline. Dang, dude, a deadline? Christmas. Tons new album will be ready by Christmas. By Christmas. Check Bandcamp. All right. There it is. That's all it took. Just twist his arm a little bit. (laughs) By Christmas. Okay. This is great. Great. Thank you so much. I got a question for you, Tom. Um, we're doing a Ninja Turtles themed program tonight. Mm-hmm. What is your relationship with the Ninja Turtles? Did you have uh, similar to most children that I knew? All the toys, all the cartoons, shirts, pajamas, birthday cakes, Ninja Turtles hysteria. <laughs> Did it affect you? Did it inflict um, you? Yes. Uh, yes and no. So... I uh I was very poor so I didn't have I think I maybe had a shirt once but it was like we got it at a at a thrift store or something like Salvation Army um a lot of my toys were that way but I did get a couple of good runs where I asked for turtles for well, for birthdays and whatever you know and so people would give me turtles and so I had all the Turtles action figures, original, the original run of them. And then um, I don't know how, I don't remember how I did it, but I still feel like a terrible person about it in various ways. But I had a regular shredder and I somehow traded a kid for his super shredder. What a sucker. Yeah, and I still have that Super Shredder, but I don't have any of the rest of my my Turtles toys. Like a giant sucker myself, um, probably almost 10 years ago now, I sold all my Turtles stuff. And I made a lot, well, at the time I thought it was a lot. Just selling it on eBay, I made like a few hundred bucks just on the Turtles. And I thought that was a big deal. Um, now it would be a, like a couple thousand. Yeah. I was a pittance. Yeah, it was crazy. So I kind of regret not having my turtles. Um, 
Did you have all the... Did you prefer the main turtle characters, or did you have, like, the, uh, the ancillary kind of dude with the clubfoot pizza guy and the bug man and the trash dude? I always preferred those guys. I had all the turtles. Mutagen man. I had Bebop and Rocksteady. Original runs. I had that Super Shredder. I had that um, Trash Man and the Flying. What, what what was it? Was it a mosquito, but bigger? Muckman? You know what I'm saying, though? It was that Trash Guy, like Muckman, and he had a... Joe? Was it Muckman and Joe? It could have been. I'll have to look it up. But I had one of those guys. Let's see. Muckman and Joe Eyeball. That's what it was. Let me see. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. There is oh. one that had a, a mosquito-type thing that flew with it, right? Oh, that was Wingnut and Screwloose. That's who I had. Wingnut and Screwloose. I remember these off the top of my head. Yeah. I had Wingnut and Screwloose. Those are all that I had right there. My favorite was always Mutagen Man that had all... Like, you filled them up with water, and he had all the crap yeah. floating around in the yeah, middle. that is awesome. I still have it. I don't play with it. There was a lot of really cool figures. Um, But then they went nutsoid and made like 5 million figures. There was like a giraffe who played basketball. and They got goofy. Like Donatello and Outer Space and Star Trek. I remember a kid tried to trade me like a samurai turtle. You know, there's a whole samurai run or even all those turtles where their shell would open and you put all their weapons inside there and junk and they just all got kind of ridiculous um i had my original run turtles and i think one of them was getting disfigured or like not disfigured discolored you know how they and they were kind of like different colors if you if you remember that you know like some were more brown tannish tone green and some were like a darker green a lighter green um yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was awesome, and then I had the uh, there was like a motorcycle thing, um, but it transformed into like a helicopter thing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Sounds I never, fancy. I never had the van, but I had that motorcycle thing. The turtle van. There was a rich kid in Lesueur in our grade. Uh, I don't know if he's alive still. His name was BJ. <laughs> That's a bummer. And. He was like the rich kid who had all the stuff. Like he had the power glove. He had the Technodrome and the turtle van. And That's crazy. He had like the 1800 pound 40 inch TV in the basement. Wow. Yeah. That you could play huge. Nintendo on. Okay. And then he left. Uh, I think it was Double Dragon paused overnight and then it burnt into the screen. Oh. Uh. And at that point, I mean, a TV, a 40-inch TV back in 1991, that was about a quarter of your yearly salary. Yeah. And once it was in your house, it stayed because you're going to need seven dudes to carry that thing out. Yeah. Well, and my thought always was like, where do those go? How do you even get that somewhere? Like, when that thing dies, what are you doing? You're putting it in the back of the somebody's truck, and then you're bringing it to where? Just throw it in the woods, driving out on the country road. Probably. Dump it as you're driving, floor it, and hope it makes it out. Um, I'm trying to look for the vehicle I had, and I cannot find it. I always wanted that so bad that that purple cruiser thing. Oh, I wanted that so 
I also wanted that van, but I never got it. This, the thing I had, I swear, it transformed into like a motorcycle, but then also a helicopter, and I am just not seeing it at all. Sounds pretty made up. It's not made up, dude. It was a real thing. It was purple? Uh, It was not purple. I always wished I could have that purple cruiser car. They had a couple things that were like kind of hot rodish looking, and I always thought those were really cool. Um, ah, was it the Turtles Psycho motorcycle bike? N- probably not. What oh. color is that thing? It's got purple wheels. It's gray. That is not it. Blue it, and green. It transformed. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Dude, if they had a dragster, I would have taken that. That would have been awesome. I'll find it at some point here. I need to get some sort of a historian site that like has it all. Well, anyway. So what's your thing? What is your relationship with it? I had all sorts of the toys. And I watched the cartoon a lot. I watched the cartoon also. And then, yeah, my heart is really at the, what is it, like 1990 and 1992, those films? Or 89 and 90 or something? One and two. 90 was when the first one came out. Okay, so yeah, 90 and then probably 92. Um, Right here. Playmates, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It doesn't even say what it is, really. It's this thing. It was this oh. motorcycle. Pretty. The Muta bike. That's what it's called? Yep. The Muta bike. Yeah, because it would mutate or whatever. It would transform and it turned into like like sort of a helicopter-ish thing, I remember. It had hubcap-mounted machine guns. Yeah. Pizza launch and turtle toaster. Yep. Super sewer seat with side stabilizers. You got it. You got it, dude. Target terminating crosshairs. It was awesome. Rad road wheels and wild wind wings. Yep, the wings had come out and then that back thing popped out and was like a propeller thing. On the ground, it was one souped up dune climbing dirt bike. And in the air, it was one gilded gonzo glider. You got it, dude. See? That's great. That's how I remember it, man. That's turtle power. That's the thing I had. Truth be told, I was, you know, big into motorcycles, and that's probably what influenced the getting that one. But in actuality, I always kind of like, I wished I had the the van and the and that other cruiser car. I always wanted that purple cruiser thing for Bebop and Rocksteady to cruise around in. I was really into that, like the cruising portion i remember really being into cars and like really pretending with action figures that they're like they would have to get in the car and then they have to drive to the location where they're going to fight the bad guys or whatever i was i like enjoyed the driving to the part (laughs) so i had um i still have all almost all i still have multiple batmobiles um, but some of my original ones I sold, and I that I hate that so much. I had the '89 Batmobile with the cover, with the you know how like he would hit a thing in the movie and it would cover yeah. it all with the steel. That thing came as a separate cover 
And I, dude, and it was like mint, and it would shoot rockets and all this stuff. I played with that so much, but I was so into them that I kept them mint. I was not the kid who was like crashing cars together. It was like they had to stay mint. I don't know. I had a lot of discount, like uh, KB Toys clearance bin. Yeah. Stuff that sort of went with Ninja Turtles, but wasn't. Mm. Like the Toxic Crusaders. Yeah. The Bucky O'Hare. I had some of those. Those figures that were like, well, I guess these guys can play with the turtles. Yeah. Because they were on clearance. Yep. Three for ten. I had that too. I totally had that. I still have one of those guys, a toxic, toxic guy who's got a wheel for one foot and he's like the snot. You could put snot on top of his head and it comes out through his nose. Yeah. That guy, I still have him. Son, we still have some turtles related music. All right. Then we'll come back and say our goodbyes.
When you're walking down the street, you never know who you may meet. Pick a gold bird your family can use to keep you safe from someone harming you. here from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, just kicking it back in the old turtle lair, listening to the five count. No, not the six count. Jeez, I told you it was only five, all right? I've got my favorite pizza, anchovy and hot fudge, and turtle power!
for back time. Oh, yeah. It's the five count. You can count on us. It's been a great Turtles show. I have to say one last thing about my relationship with the Turtles. Please. Probably the greatest thing that happened is when I got that Turtles Behind the Shells VHS. And I remember... uh, Okay, so this is a super weird thing. And I don't know if anyone else would remember this. But um, in in our town... There's an O'Reilly auto parts store, right? Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. <laughs> and before it was an O'Reilly, it was a it was a champion auto. And so all through my childhood and growing up and all the time mostly that I spent buying parts there, it was a champion auto. I I don't know if I'm 100% sure, but I'm pretty I feel pretty sure that that turtles vhs came from that champion auto and this is a super weird thing but back in the day i mean especially any younger people now that didn't live through that vhs period totally wouldn't understand it but it was like you could almost find like some people had vhs on like for sale some stores that you would never expect you know what i mean like you could you could rent vhs at a gas station you know, and then they would have a couple maybe for sale, the ones that they didn't want to rent anymore or whatever. And like anywhere seemed like you could get VHS. And uh, at the auto parts store, for some reason, for a while, they had this bin in the middle of the store that had a bunch of VHS tapes. And they had like old kind of crappy BMX tapes and skateboard videos and stuff. And I totally like got a couple of those because it's at a parts store. They're They're like super cheap. And who knows what, like, why do they even have these? It's just like some supplemental thing. So I bought a skateboard one and a BMX one. And then I swear the behind the shells was in there one time and it like blew my mind. I was like, what dude, a behind the scenes VHS tape about the turtles movies. And it was all about the first and second films only. And I, it was like the best purchase that particular purchase made me love it even more because i got i was like i'd never even heard of it i'd never talked to anyone that ever even seen it didn't even know that it existed and suddenly i get this insider's view to that to how the turtles are you know made and who's really in the suits and what it's all about and how they're doing it i I was it blew my mind that's when your life peaked yes it was so awesome i watched it over and over and over again well that's a fun story I have it someplace if you wanted to watch it again sometime. No, I still have it because you remember oh. I had you digitize it for me at one point with that old DVD to, or VHS to DVD recorder thing. Oh, that was nice of me. And now, because of that, I have fully, fully remastered it and everything and put it on my Plex server. Along with the uh, Turtles Christmas special that we watched on Patreon. It might be on there. If you join us on Patreon, you could sit and watch turtles christmas with us it's pretty great at the five count at the movies also on patreon this week story time with front desk rachel oh where ton and rachel talk about a lot of stuff that is very inappropriate and unsuitable for the airwaves that usually happens hide your kids (laughs) oh yeah good times otherwise the show is now complete Thanks to Kevin Eastman for being on. That was a big get. 
really is. Check out the new uh, Turtles comics. 40 years later, still out there. Still doing it. Like you, Ton. In about six years from now, that'll be us. <laughs> I'm sure the comics are really good. Definitely check them out. You could go to the5count.com. Slightly less good, but it is free. It's free. It's out there. Check it out. You could do worse. Click around on some stuff. Go to YouTube. Join us on YouTube. People love YouTube. I think. I think so. I think so, maybe. You could watch Ton and I play video games and yell at each other. It's a great idea. Otherwise, I guess we're done. But we got a big show coming up next week, too. So stay tuned for that. Awesome. I mean, don't stay tuned. Shut it off now and then Shut just off. come back later. You don't have to listen to <laughs> this station still. for a whole week. <laughs> Jeez, let's not go overboard. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> See you next time. Have a wonderful day.